0: Sunday, March 12 is fight day. It's at Kudos Bank Arena. Tim Zhu taking you can watch all the action on main event. And joining us now is our boxing man in Ben Damon. Ben, good morning.
1: Looking forward to this on Sunday. Yeah, can't wait for this. Um, It's been a fantastic build-up and it's such an important fight for Tim Zhu and for Tony Harrison, who um, we've had here in the country a week or or so and um, has... Really breathed um, some fantastic life into this promotion. He's a great character. He can really fight as well. So, um, yeah, Sunday's going to be something special, a daytime fight so it can go live into the US and uh, a really meaningful fight for these two boxers as well.
2: Well, Ben sort of publicity machine, Tony Harrison, hasn't he? Seems a likeable sort of fellow, actually. Uh, just in terms of his record, I mean, we all know he's beaten Jamel Charlo, but uh, subsequent to that, that was, uh, I think, in 2018. Has his record sort of continued to stand up over the uh, next five years? Yeah, he certainly has.
1: Um, yeah, he's a big, um, talker, that's for sure. We did a face-off piece a couple of days ago, which... Um, came out last night and he'll be around the place today where uh, the two of the fighters sit either side of me and and he's just um, brilliant. He, he's, he's so good at those sorts of things and Tim Zhu was his cold self. Um, he handled himself really well, Tim, so yeah. well worth watching that in the lead-up to this fight. But um, Harrison's record since Charlo, well, they did have a rematch and um, he was actually in front on one of the judges' cards, Tony Harrison. He was outboxing uh, Jamel Charlo again uh, pretty much through the majority, but, um, then he got caught. He got a bit lazy and he, he did get hit with a couple of shots and managed to stop him. And after that, uh, he's fought back well. He had a really good win last time out against Sergio Garcia, not the golfer, mm. um, the world ranked, uh, a uh, super welterweight who um, was right there in calculations for fights with Tim Zhu and others, and he uh, pretty much shut out uh, Garcia. So that was last time out. So um, Harrison's still right at the top of the tree and in the super welterweight division, uh, and that is why this is such a big fight for Tim Zhu and, and such a risky fight for him as well because he doesn't need to be taking this fight. He could just wait around and ultimately probably still get that fight with Jamel Charlo because he's still mandatory... Five he's fighting the only man ever to beat Charlo, and he's taking on one of the riskiest opponents in global boxing.
0: You've been able to go a little bit more in depth now. We'll get to Team Zoo in a moment, but with Tony Harrison, and we know he talks a big game and he talks up, but he's very, very entertaining. But there's also a serious side to here. Yeah, look, I speak a lot of rubbish, <laughs> but he said I do have great respect for Tim Zoo. He said he is a good, a good boxer, and he said I actually got a lot of uh, time for him. And he said, but I really am. He said, I admire anyone who's got the courage to put on a, a, a pair of gloves and get into the ring. So he's a deep thinker as well, Ben.
1: He's a boring. Um, he's got a great pedigree in boxing. His uh, grandfather was a, a very handy professional boxer. His father was as well, who was his trainer uh, and sadly passed away uh, from COVID a couple of years ago. He was also under the tutelage of um, the consensus greatest boxing trainer of all time, Emmanuel Schiers, uh, was, uh, in the Klitschko training camp when Stuart was, was doing the work there before he also passed away. So he's got some, some fantastic, um, yeah, boxing genes and also he's been around some, some brilliant boxing throughout his life. So he does have a lot of respect for Tim Zhu and at least one respects the fact that he's willing to fight someone like him. He, he doesn't really respect him. In terms of his skills, um, but uh, he certainly likes Tim Zoo and the attitude that he brings, and the willingness that he has to to have a fight like this. Uh, during that face-off piece, uh, he was very, very colourful and in expressing, uh, um, and, and was uh, yeah. at pains to say that he does like Tim. And he really likes. Tim and his attitude, but um, yeah, even so, he, he firmly believes that he's going to win this fight, and, and it seems he thinks he's going to win it pretty easily as well, because he just sees himself as a far superior boxer to what Tim's is. And
2: during those uh, face-off uh, sort of interviews you do, obviously, we see uh, what the, uh, you know, the Tony Harrison uh, persona with the cameras rolling. Is he the same with the cameras off, or uh, is he a little quieter with the cameras off?
1: Um, well, I've sort of uh, developed a bit of a rapport with him because um, I went over to New York to interview with him, and um, it was sort of his his kickoff for the uh, the promotion of this fight. So then, when he arrived, I, I was dealing with him the day he got here as well. So yeah, we've we've had a bit of uh, a fair bit of banter. So he's pretty colourful um, with me uh, for sure, but he does uh, also have the impacts of any athlete. Uh, I think he underestimated how far it is. Mm. Uh, to go from Detroit to LA and then LA to Sydney, I, I think he he probably thought it was going to be six hours or something. And, uh, it's certainly not that. So he, he did get a bit rattled by the jet lag, um, and he was a bit confused for a little while there. And it was hot, and um, you know everything else. And commitments that he uh, found out that he had once he got here, but uh, once he shrugged all that off, he's back to his colourful best. And uh, he's been um, he's been doing a lot of his road work uh, around Centennial Park in Sydney, the big park in the middle. Of, of Sydney and um, yeah I, I used to live there myself and just looking at at the way that he travels around there very good Nick. he just sprints the three and a half k's or so uh, for each of those laps and he's just peeling off laps he, he is um, yeah he's in very very good condition he's uh, he's over that jet lag now um, certainly he's going to sell this by very well through the remainder of fight week, and he's been just fantastic value in that regard but but he's, he's in good condition was that a bag
0: of grapes he was eating when he turned up to a
1: press conference earlier in the week? Every time. Every time we've um, we've met up, he's uh, turned up with a bag of grapes. And it looks like he just gets them from... I haven't spoken with him about said grapes, but uh, they do look like those that you just get from a, a basic supermarket. I thought it Woolies bag or something. Yeah, I think, it, I think it is, yeah. So he turns up just eating his... Uh, his white grapes, and uh, yeah, that seems to be his thing. So um, yeah, he's he's looking forward to a more significant party after the fight. Uh, he keeps talking about that, but uh, for now, yeah, just uh, sprinting laps of some grapes is uh, pretty much the the mo.
2: And uh, Ben, you mentioned that uh, Tim Zoo doesn't have to take this fight in terms of uh, he's sitting on a, a mandatory title shot as it is. If he were to lose, does he lose that uh, mandatory title shot status? Oh,
1: yeah, he, he loses everything. Okay. If he if he loses this fight, he goes back and loses all his rankings. Uh, he'd probably stick around uh, in the back half of the, the top 15 with a couple of the sanctioning bodies, but uh, certainly he's not going to be well-placed for a fight with Jamal Charlo or, or anyone else who's uh, got any significant piece of hardware. So this is a, a huge risk for Tim. So he could just uh, fight Charlo at some point once Charlo uh repairs but he is uh adamant he wanted to take on the next best in the division the only man ever to beat Charlo, and uh, and that's exactly what he's doing. So uh, there's huge risk in it. Uh, there's a lot that can go away with a loss, but if he is to totally not only does he uh, put himself in a really good position to beat Charlo uh, when they do fight next, but uh, he he managed to, to to silence all the doubters. He stops people like Tony Harrison saying that he doesn't belong, and uh, all of a sudden global boxing goes okay. Tim Zoo is a serious fighter. There's those who, because of his surname largely, uh, that they think that he's uh, come through with his privilege rather than his ability. So um, that all goes away very quickly if he beats Tony Harrison. It'll be a serious win, and that's what he's fighting for.
0: We know Tim zoo 's brother Nikita is now in the fight game. We all remember Kostya, but there are other family members involved with this as well. Grandfather Boris... And his uncle Igor Gubilev. What can you tell us about Boris and Igor? Uh,
1: yeah, they're um, they're two very um, very Russian uh, gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> Boris, we guess that. Known, uh, <laughs> yeah. Pretty much uh, since I trained with uh, with Kostya at, at Newtown Police Boys, and I still don't think he's ever said a word to me in English. Um, but do you he's speak a, Russian? A lovely figure. He's just a. He's just ever present around the zoos, wherever you go, whenever, um, train or, or go overseas or, or have a domestic fight, or he would just be there. And he's, uh, still the same with Tim. So, Tim does these training sessions that go for two and a half hours or so, and he sweats uh, profusely. So he'll go through six or seven T-shirt changes. Uh, you'd think you'd just not wear a shirt at a point, but he <laughs> time and time again. And every time it's Boris who goes over and helps him and puts him in a bag and gives him water, and he is just constantly there. Um, and he's probably Tim's best friend, to be perfectly honest, and that's his grandfather. Igor Gogliabev, he is... Um, He is Tim's mum's brother, a training partner of Kostya way back when. Uh, Now he is the trainer of the two boys. he is very serious, um, likes a, a bit of fun uh, when the moment arrives, but in the build-up to these fights, he's the one putting together the plans. He's the one saying, OK, we're training half hours and this is what we're doing. Um, he's the one with the instructions and the game plans, and he knows all the international opponents. So, yeah, they're two uh, absolutely vital members of the, uh, the Zoo team. Um, and they steer the careers of both Tim and Nikita. Given that Kostya is living essentially his new life at the moment, they are the boots on the ground, and those are the ones uh, that are so important in weeks like this. And,
2: uh, Ben, obviously not the only fight on the card. Um, What are the highlights of the undercard?
1: Well, Nikita's fighting. He fights against Bo Belbin, the undefeated Tasmanian. That's a, a really exciting fight, and the first time that we've ever seen both the Zoo brothers on the same card either, as professionals or as amateurs, uh, there's other really strong fights with uh, Paulo Acuso going in really hard again. It's just his fourth pro fight, and he just keeps taking on these uh, international opponents of of huge standing. Um, Isaac Hardman against Rowan Murdoch is a, a really really strong fight as well between two domestic fighters who um, uh, have the opportunity to break out internationally, and and it's uh, yeah going to be an exciting day of boxing with um, the main fight probably around 3pm Sydney time um, on uh, on Sunday afternoon you would think Tim Zhu against Tony Harrison tonight though there's some good boxing as well it's on Fox Sports and Brock Jarvis makes his return after mm. his uh, lone loss so far of his professional boxing career, he is back and he's headlining on Fox Sports tonight uh, that's uh, a fight against Marlon and Paniamogan, a, a tough Filipino opponent. There's four fights in total on that one. It starts at 7.30 p.m. Uh, Sydney time. Um, so, yeah, a, a fight during fight week. And, yeah, plenty of uh, really good action through the course of, of this week. Uh, really looking forward to calling it all. It's going to be a, a really exciting one for Australian boxing.
0: And, Ben, away from the ring but still talking boxing, how good is it about Billy
1: Dib being in remission now? Yeah, it is... Um, it 's uh yeah the news that we're all waiting for on uh, on Monday he went in and and had uh, that scan to determine if there was any cancer still present in his body. Um, yeah, he rang me afterwards and uh, it was just great to hear the elation in his voice and uh, you knew the result was good so uh, he is now cancer free which is uh, just brilliant and um, I did that interview with him last week where he was so emotional and um, said to me at a point during the interview. I don't want to die, Ben. Uh, And it was just a a heartbreaking moment. And, uh, yeah, now he's got that fantastic news. We'll have him as part of the coverage tonight. In fact, he's going to come along and and I'll have a chat with him in the ring uh, for the venue to to listen to and uh, for the broadcast as well as part of that Fox Sports show tonight. Um, So, yeah, just brilliant news in Australian boxing. And um, everyone's very, very pleased that that Billy Dib is uh, A-OK for now. And that is just uh, the best possible news we could have had this week.
0: Oh, no, absolutely correct, and you're doing a marvelous job with those interviews. They're so revealing, Ben. Now you understand betting the tab market. I think you're going to say this should be flipped around. Tim Zoo one dollar thirty-eight.
1: Tony Harrison three dollars. Or do you agree yeah. with that market? No, well, you know the thing about that market is that they both opened up a dollar and ninety cents. Well, they did in the U.S. markets as well. I'm not sure if tab went up first or, or if the U.S. markets did. They both opened up um, level pegging the bulk of money for Tim Zoo in America is what swayed the market over there. Um, So they backed him in really, really heavily. There was really strong money over the first uh, 36 hours or so for Tim Zoo. So that's what sent that market that way. I think it's probably going to uh, go back a little bit. I think it's probably overcorrected. So I reckon there'll be money for for Tony Harrison late. But I do think that Tim Zhu, as the fresher, younger fighter, the man on his way up, I think he deserves to be a pretty strong favourite in this fight because Tony Harrison's brilliant. But he has shown those little chinks. And he has shown that if he's not at his absolute best, he can be found out. Um, Tim Zhu's going to have to do it tough. He's going to have to work out the puzzle that is Tony Harrison. But you just get the impression that maybe he's good enough to do that. And if he is, then he'll beat him. And if he beats him, it is something really special because Harrison is a serious fighter and Tim Zoo would be making a, a global boxing statement.
0: Ben, so Fox Sports tonight, main event on Sunday. We've got to catch up with you sometime next week to get a full rundown of how it's all unfolded and what's going to happen next. How does that sound? Yeah.
1: Absolutely, yeah, chat to you then, boys. Uh, will be a, a fantastic night tonight huh. and, a, and a great Sunday afternoon as well.
0: Ben, just another thing, mate, well done with what you're doing, not just your your promotional work and, and uh, the, the press conferences and calling the fights, but these in-depth interviews you're going and you're going behind the scenes are absolutely fantastic and revealing. I really enjoy them. I think you're
1: doing a great job. Well done. Oh, I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Yeah, there's a, a lot of work that goes into to all of this stuff and it's um, it's good that it's getting a, a bit of coverage and a, and a fair bit of buzz. But if you do get a chance, um, it's up on YouTube now. Have a look at that face-off piece because uh, Tony Harrison is at his entertaining best. Uh, he's just brilliant. It's a, it's a really nice piece that's come together. So, yeah, I appreciate that and enjoy the rest of Flight Week because there's plenty more of that stuff to come.
0: Good on you, Ben. Ben Damon there from Main Event doing a marvellous job there, Andrew.